0: To total career success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers, to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl
1: Dawson. Welcome. This is Cheryl Dawson and Ken Dawson with Jerry Galchi, Senior Vice President, Sales and Marketing. We're really excited about having him uh, with with us on the show. He's with National Oil Well Varco, uh, a company that we've seen grow tremendously in the last decade or so in Houston, Texas. And uh, but he's a uh, uh, they're a global company, and so we're we're really excited to have him share with us today. Uh, one of the uh, objectives of Total Career Success Radio Show is to share success stories uh, from which we can all learn, and today's success story is multifaceted. Jerry uh, will share his own story as well as that of his company, and in an age when celebrity names tend to dominate our attention, it is valuable to take notice of the less visible but impressive stories of business and career success. Jerry Gauchy and National Oil Well Barco have a great story to share with us today. Let me begin by just introducing uh, Jerry. as I said he's senior vice president sales and marketing for national Oil Well Varco, a um, 11 billion fortune 500 manufacturer and distributor of oilfield equipment and supplies and the number one publicly traded company for Houston in 2007. Jerry is an expert in large-scale organizational change who with the management that team, of NOV has engineered and executed a turnaround strategy and organizational change agenda that increased the value of the company from $180 million to more than $30 billion in just 11 years. Jerry has been instrumental in the planning and execution of merger integration strategies for NOV and uh, has captured value from more than 50 acquisitions. Jerry joined National Oil of Arco As Vice President of Organizational Effectiveness in 1994, about the time that uh, we met him, uh, and he came from British Petroleum, where as General Manager and Executive Assistant to the CEO of the U.S. Upstream Business, he was accountable for organizational change, administration, security, government, and public affairs, and a procurement uh, budget of $200 million annually. Jerry has been tax counsel to the uh, Standard Oil Company of Ohio, a Fortune 50 diversified energy company, and legislative uh, counsel to the United States uh, Senator Mike Gravel of Alaska. He holds degrees in economics and law from the University of Oregon and a master's degree from New York University. Jerry is an author and frequent speaker in national venues and a board member of several professional organizations. He is also a member of the Bar of the District of Columbia, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and the United States Supreme Court. We are honored to have you on our show today, Jerry. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Cheryl. It's nice to be here.
1: Well, great. Well, perhaps you could start by just sharing a little bit more about your background and whatever you'd like to in the next uh, minute or two.
2: Well, thinking about careers as I look back on mine, it's uh, it's been as much about serendipity as anything else. I've I've, h- I've had a couple of careers uh, sequentially. I spent about fifteen years as a tax attorney working in uh, private practice, then in the government in Washington D.C., and then as uh, tax counsel for a large energy company headquartered in Cleveland, Ohio. And that was kind of a first career. Uh, And while with uh, British Petroleum, which acquired the Standard Oil Company of Ohio that I was working for in Cleveland, I had the opportunity uh, to participate in the beginnings of a major organizational change initiative inside British Petroleum, which pulled me out of tax and uh, into the the practice of process design and redesign and organizational change, uh, which is what ultimately brought me to National Law VARCO. Uh, and that really represented a complete career transition from the practice of law uh, and led me ultimately to the position I'm currently in, which is Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing. So. Uh, it's been a, a whole series of opportunities and accidents, uh, but uh, most entertaining along the way.
1: I'll bet it was, and, and the diversity is just amazing to us. Um, is there a common passion that kind of integrates all these areas of expertise?
2: Well, when I look back, I think uh, I think uh, it comes from having pretty broad interests. So. Uh, I tend to be curious about a lot of things and uh, and have an interest in exploring what's new and novel uh, and uh, just kind of a basic a love of new ideas that uh, keeps pulling me forward into different things.
1: Well, Jerry, uh, that's that's a fascinating um, experience, and I was curious, too, that... Um, you know, the, the switch from BP, a major company, to, at that time, National Oil Well, uh, a much smaller company. Was there something in the opportunity that really stood out that caused you to make that, that what could have been viewed as a very risky move?
2: <laughs> Especially uh, when you consider that at the time I joined what was then National Oil Well, it was a partnership owned by two steel companies uh, with revenues of about $500 million a year, losing $20 million a year, and at risk of being broken up and sold in pieces. Uh, but along with some of the other uh, new managers that were brought into National Oil Well at that point in time, I saw a company with really good people, uh, great products, uh, well-respected in the industry, uh, and just an organization that... that seemed to lack a sense of direction and purpose uh, and and was in need of new leadership at the time. So uh, what looked like uh, a huge risk to some people, uh, to me, looked like a great opportunity if you could provide the leadership and sense of direction that could move the company uh, away from kind of its failed state in that period of the early 1990s.
3: Terry, uh, what's interesting to us is we go all the way back to 1984 with National Oil Well. Gerald and I did a massive project uh, with a number of uh, people within the company during the downturn. I had done a uh, uh, number of years with uh, Houston, or uh, Hughes Tool from 80 to 83, and then we watched the downturn, and that was a uh, huge. Um, Hit on the company, and I'm just amazed at the growth that uh, occurred in the company. Uh, not only prior to your getting there, but after you got there. Could you kind of walk us through that? You, you remember the downturn economy when oil and gas turned a huge hit in the early '80s. If you could just kind of walk us through that history for our, for our listeners, I think that would be extraordinarily fascinating to them.
2: Sure, uh, the companies that made up National uh, Oil Well were. Uh, the oil field subsidiaries of two large steel companies headquartered in Pittsburgh, United States Steel and Armco. And during the late 1970s, there was an enormous boom in the oil field equipment market, and those two companies grew very rapidly uh, to the point where they were producing together uh, more than one drilling rig a day uh, into the market. Uh, with the collapse of oil prices in the early 90s, that business evaporated and the company and the industry shrank dramatically through most of the 80s and into the 90s, such that uh, by 1997, the two steel companies had actually merged uh, their oil field subsidiaries uh, into a company called National Oil well, which was a partnership owned by U.S. Steel and Armco uh founded in 97 by uh or sorry founded in 87 uh by 9293 the company had lost the the steel companies about 70 million. million. Um, they were interested in getting out of the business and uh and wanted to uh sell the company had tried to do that unsuccessfully and then brought in a new management team of which I was a part um, to turn the company around and get it sold. We uh, we actually managed to uh, turn the company around, make a profit by the end of 1994, and, uh, and then uh, offered uh, to the steel companies to buy the company. So we did a leveraged buyout in 1996 with the idea in mind that we could consolidate the oil field equipment business and provide a solid foundation and a financially secure company uh... that could provide equipment to customers in this business and so we began the consolidation process after going public in nineteen ninety six uh... And as they say kind of the rest is history
1: well, it is an incredible history, too, uh, Jerry. And, and, you know, NOV is probably not a household name, as we said earlier, to many of our listeners, yet in the oil and gas industry, it's been called the Walmart of the oil patch. And can you share um, with our listeners just the scope of uh, your the company's influence now in the industry?
2: Well, today the company has revenues of about $13 billion a year, We uh, provide equipment that uh, drills uh, the wells that produce oil and gas worldwide. Uh, We have about 40,000 employees in uh, some 60 countries around the world, and we do business wherever people drill for oil and gas worldwide. Uh, The company today... If you look at a drilling operation almost anywhere in the world, you'll find some aspect of national oil equipment or services on uh, the drilling rig or related to that drilling activity uh, globally.
3: Terry, um, we have seen, as you have, ups and downs in the industry, and our listeners I know are very interested in your take on what the future holds. And of course, none of us have a crystal ball, but could you kind of share for our listeners, uh, from your experience, what you believe the future holds in the oil and gas industry?
2: Sure. We're actually optimistic about the oil and gas industry in the medium to long term. It's uh, If you look at uh, what fires the improvement In the standard of living for people worldwide, it's really the consumption of energy. And when you look at the consumption of energy worldwide, the primary source of energy is hydrocarbons. Uh, The most flexible hydrocarbon uh, uh, fuel is uh, liquid, oil, or natural gas, both of which you have to drill for. So our view is the world comes through this economic downturn. Uh, We see a regeneration of growth in uh incomes and standards of living which is going to regenerate growth in the use of hydrocarbons uh and uh and we'll be back in the situation we were in 18 months ago where the supply of crude and natural gas is just barely sufficient to meet worldwide demands and and as those demands increase uh, prices will start to rise again and drilling for oil and gas will once again uh become economic and and that business will pick up uh and and be a very attractive business to be in we think for a, a long time to come
1: well we agree with you and uh Uh, It's that kind of vision, I'm sure, that has enabled uh, you and and NOV to be so successful. And when we get back for break, we're going to explore more of uh, Jerry's insights and some of the keys to organizational and career success. So stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a moment.
4: we talk about is money. Call us toll free 866-472-5790 and talk to the experts. We talk Talk money money all all the the time. Voice America Business earn a better job, for better pay, and achieve a better life
0: with Job Search, the Total System, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality.
5: One Total System user shared, this is without reservation the best advice on Job Search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com
0: and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson. And check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total Career success, better job, better pay, better life. To Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to air at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the
1: program. Welcome. This is Ken and Gerald Austin uh, speaking with Jerry Gauchi, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing with NLB, National Oil Varco Varco. And, Jerry, uh, your background is so fascinating uh, to us. Before we get off into uh, some of the career opportunities in, in your industry, share with us uh, how a tax attorney who's a specialist in organization development becomes a Senior VP of Sales and Marketing.
2: Well, a couple of... Um... Uh, of serendipitous career moves probably is the answer to the question. I, I was the tax counsel at uh, a company owned by British Petroleum and uh, and got to know the former CFO of that company who went off to run the upstream oil and gas business and was looking for uh, an executive assistant and, uh, and someone to run... Uh, the marketing side of his upstream business um, and it I uh, was offered the opportunity and saw it as an interesting move and something new to do. so I took that position and along the way, um, that particular executive started engaging in some what became a very broad and deep organizational change initiative inside British Petroleum. And I found that absolutely fascinating. So when I left British Petroleum and joined National Orwell, that was what brought me to National well was the idea of building a culture of success inside an organization. Uh, spent about 10 years at National Oilwell Varco with primary accountability for organizational culture. Uh, along the way, having responsibility for IT and HR and a number of the corporate functions, uh And then, uh, when the Chief Sales Officer left several years ago the c e o came to me and said, "You know, would I be interested in in taking on the chief sales officer job uh and And I thought about it from the perspective of of never having actually been a salesman, and so was in a conversation with the c e o about <laughs> that particular issue, and he said, "Look what I really need is I need someone who can bring uh, process to the way we sell at National Oil of Arco uh, and, and to really build a sales culture in the organization. And so that's what brought me into this job. And, and my primary accountability uh, in this position is really beginning to shift the culture of the sales organization uh, and and, uh, and building a culture uh, in which process selling becomes uh, the way we handle sales across the organization, so there actually was some connection in making the transition from organizational change to uh, to uh, sales and marketing.
3: Jerry, sure, that's a fascinating uh, background, and I have a very similar background in the OD area. Uh-huh. But what's, partic- what's particularly interesting to our listeners is your background and how oftentimes just things pop up that come out of the blue or come out of left field, and you're not really sure, but working harder, smarter, longer, and being ready for that transition is so critical. If you don't mind, let's go back to our earlier conversation relative to oil and gas. One of the things that we're seeing is uh, the oil and gas industry today, but we're hearing more and more about alternative energies. Could you speak to that relative to how that might impact our listeners?
2: Well, I think there's uh, an appropriate focus on the development of alternative energies uh, as ultimately perhaps a replacement for hydrocarbons, uh, but certainly as a supplement to hydrocarbons. And, uh, and so you can see the trend developing worldwide where people are both looking at energy conservation options and alternative energy production Uh, If you look at the data, the cost, and the growth of alternative energy, what you see is for the next fairly long period of time, uh, hydrocarbons are going to be the primary source of energy worldwide. And so we're fairly confident that this is an industry that's going to be around for a good long while uh, as people try to develop economic alternatives uh, in the alternative energy area.
1: Well, it's good to uh, keep a healthy dose of uh, realism as you look at, at the uh, new alternative energies, and, and so I appreciate that sh- that you're sharing that, and at the same time recognizing that there is a, a you know, a strong future for uh, oil and gas, as well as obviously the oil services business that that you support,
5: mm-hmm. um,
1: the finding and, and processing of, of oil. Uh, What is is your assessment of some of the job opportunities and and what does the current um, situation look like for NOV?
2: Well, this is an interesting industry from uh, the perspective of job opportunities. Um, As we were talking earlier, the industry suffered through some very difficult times from the early 80s through the late 90s. And as a result of that, uh, downsized dramatically and then went through a period where there was almost no hiring. So when you look at the demographics of the oil and gas industry, what you find is uh, is a, a, an aging workforce. Um, more than half of the employees in our industry today uh, could reasonably anticipate retiring in the next 10 years. So th- there is there is this great opportunity both for uh, finding jobs in the industry and once in a company for uh, having significant accountability early in one's career uh, because it's an industry that went through a period where it didn't do any hiring uh, for about 20 years. So uh, it now needs people in a way that that many industries uh, don't because they kept hiring during the period when this industry was uh, sort of flat on its back.
1: Well, and I think that speaks very favorably for uh, the future of the industry. But for those of our listeners who may be in other industries, can you be a little bit more specific of the kinds of jobs that that would be available now and, and out in this next 10-year horizon? Uh, so for those that might be uh, still in college, You know what? How can they prepare themselves? What opportunities would be available? And even for those that might be looking to come back into the workforce or change careers, what are some of the things that uh, would um, qualify them for jobs? Well,
2: this is an industry uh, that that has a lot of opportunities, in particular for engineers. So, um, engineering is a is a great track. Uh, to be a participant in the, in the oil and gas industry um, there are opportunities in sales and marketing in this industry uh, of course the corporate functions of accounting and HR and information technology it's an industry that's increasingly applying technology uh, to its equipment and services uh, so those, computer-related skills, IT skills, are in uh, strong demand in this industry. And then uh, there's a big demand in uh, in the oil service sector for uh, people who are skilled in the trades, welding, mechanics, hydraulics, uh, because all of this equipment that's being constructed and taken out into the field needs to be maintained. So, uh, National Oil of Arco, for example, over the last several years has had a very intensive program to hire and train hundreds of service technicians to take care of drilling equipment around the world.
3: Jerry, uh, one of the questions that we always get on our shows is the question of uh, education. For instance, one of the specific questions I remember was this young man asking, um, Were I to seek a position in executive management within a company, what would be my ideal career path? In other words, should I get an undergraduate in business and then an MBA and perhaps another advanced degree in engineering or computer sciences? Could you address that from the standpoint of our younger college students who might be listening or interested in going into uh, top management in the oil and gas industry?
2: Well, you have to remember you're talking to a guy who's a tax lawyer, so I'm not quite sure what the career path is. <laughs> uh, you well, know, but I we think... all
3: know that lawyers know the answers to everything.
2: Ah, uh, not true. I, I think um, I think any good education is helpful. Uh, this is an industry that tends to be uh, technical, and so a technical degree is sometimes is useful. Uh, I see a lot of people who come into this industry with engineering degrees um, if you wanted to focus on this industry there are degrees in petroleum engineering and uh, and and one of the things that's likely to be in very short supply in the coming years are people with degrees and deep understanding of, of petroleum engineering uh, but what i what I think in terms of career success, is it may be less about your education than it is about your attitude, your curiosity, uh, your willingness to take accountability, and your ability to actually get things done for organizations.
3: That's an excellent uh, response, uh, and one I would expect from a Texan. I might. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jerry, one of the things that's uh, really fascinating to me, in particular, is that we've seen over the years, how uh, uh, there are fewer and fewer people needed in organizations simply because of the technology. So that really makes it even more critical that uh, anyone going into the the industry makes the right decisions relative to background and education and skills and technology and all the rest of it. Um, How critical would you say a – intensive knowledge of the technology itself is important. For instance, uh, in, in oil and gas, we know that uh, our geologists today are sitting in 3-D rooms and uh, looking at you know, huge screens in terms of where reservoirs are and how to go after them and all the rest of it. it. Is that something that we would recommend to our young students that they try to learn as much as possible about that relative to the future?
2: Sure. I th- I think there are two ways to pursue a career, in my experience. One is to be deeply technical uh, and, and become the expert in some relatively narrow area. Uh, and the other approach is to uh, have great breadth, but not necessarily particularly deep in any one field and and so there is this concept of a general manager someone that you can send to a to a to a country let's say where you need to start up an operation and and someone who who has the breadth that they can parachute into a country learn what needs to be done set up an operation get the legal requirements handled hire people meet customers do all that kind of stuff uh... and then you need somebody who can sit down and design Uh, the latest piece of drilling technology that solves the problem for a customer, that person, those people are going to have very different skills, very different mindsets, and probably very different career paths. They can both be extremely successful in companies. Uh, It just, to some extent, it's a question of what intrigues you, what do you enjoy doing, and what do you... uh, what do you find that you're good at? It's kind of what gets you excited enough that you want to get up in the morning and go to work.
1: Well, there's no question that passion is important to yeah. uh, to one's success. And when we get back from break, we're going to talk more about some of the cultural issues that impact one's uh, ability to get excited about your job and also um, the development with a specific company. So stay tuned for more insights on advancing your career.
4: Money, money. Up to date business and financial news. Money, money. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866 472 5790. 866 472 5790. Voice America Business. earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life
0: with job search the total system now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality
5: one total system user shared this is without reservation the best advice on job search available I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay go to to www.tcsworldwide.com
0: and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total Career Career success, better job, better pay, better life.
5: Feeling overworked, overwhelmed. Do you feel like you could use a getaway right about now? Have we got a show for you. It's called De-Stress Radio, and this show will help you take control of the stress in your life. Join hosts Robin Siegel and Marin Vertock every week. They'll motivate you to attain balance in both your personal and professional life. You'll want to share each episode with those important to you. Listen for De-Stress Radio with Robin and Marin every Wednesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network.
0: Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at one 866 472 5788 That's one 866 472 5788 Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSworldwide.com. Now, back to the
1: program. Welcome. This is Cheryl Dawson with Ken Dawson, and we're having a fabulous uh, conversation with Jerry Gauchy, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for National Oil Well, VARCO. And Jerry, we've had some real interesting uh, dialogue about the the cultural issues uh, if, of success, and we, in uh, introduction, heard to how many acquisitions National Oil Well uh, has gone through over the years, and I'm just fascinated about that because so many Acquisitions and mergers result in failure. What are the What are the ingredients of success uh, from a culture perspective that has enabled uh, NOV to be successful in so many acquisitions?
2: Well, I think there are a couple a couple of things I might say about that. One is uh, we tend to view acquisitions uh, maybe a bit like uh, like the code of ethics for doctors. It's uh, It's that sort of first do no harm. Uh, We typically see people in the acquisitions business paying premiums for businesses uh, because of the value that those businesses represent. Uh, And so one of the things we try very hard to do is not step in and and immediately do things that would destroy the value that we paid for. So, uh, for example, uh, we've never tried to to force uh, our organization onto a single uh, computer system because that's one of the hardest things for people to accommodate uh, when you bring a new company in. So uh, we've, we've tended to try to design the company from the perspective of how can you make the, uh, an acquisitive company successful, uh, and part of that is not uh, doing things immediately after the acquisition that destroy value uh secondly we we've tended to operate with sort of four keys to successful integration of mergers and and we never consider a merger or an acquisition successful until it's actually been integrated into the company and operating profitably inside National Oil of Arco. So, like many unlike many people who who take the view once you close the deal it's done, uh we kind of, we take the view that the deal is not done until the the new participants are integrated into the culture of National Oil of Arco. So, the four keys have really have really been important in that process. We tend to start early. Uh, we engage the, the the target company's management team early in a conversation about how are we going to create value together out of this new enterprise that's greater than the value that either one of them might have had on a standalone basis. Secondly, we try to be very clear on what's not negotiable, uh, so people don't spend their time thinking uh, that that they can change uh, the acquiring company. Uh, or that they can continue to operate in some ways the way they've operated in the past. So we see our financial planning and reporting system is key to the success of our company. So we have, um, we've, we've taken the, the position that that's not a negotiable issue. When you join national law of ARCO, you will become a part of our planning and reporting process. And then, and then third, we tend to try to get people engaged early. So uh, well before a deal closes, if it's a friendly relationship, we will um, we will get together with the uh, acquired company uh, and get people working together to integrate the companies even before the transaction closes. And then finally, when you're doing as many acquisitions and mergers as National Oilwell Varco's done in the last 15 years, you really have to act with a sense of urgency. Uh, you want to get the transaction closed. You want to get people integrated. You want to get them delivering the profit that was promised uh, in the approvals process, so that you can go on to do the next one.
3: Jerry, that's fascinating. Let me, if I can, uh, walk back down memory lane. Uh, take it back to 1980. I was the uh, senior executive working with the president of Hughes Tool Division at the time, and my mission when I came in was very similar to yours. I was asked to come in and completely build a performance appraisal system which led to a potential appraisal program which led to a manpower planning program and then a succession planning program and it was a very successful part to Baker Hughes taking us over uh sometime later could you share with us the current philosophy in organizations or perhaps your philosophy as it relates to the importance of performance appraisal and potential appraisal in the company. And where I'm going with this is, in our book, we talk an awful lot about making sure in designing and writing a resume, that you talk about specific accomplishments relative to your actual performance, and you talk specifically about the impact you've had on the bottom line, how much you've made and saved the company relative to going into an interview. I know that's a mouthful, but I'm sure you'll be able to... uh, Addressable, no problem whatsoever. Well, <laughs> thanks. Uh, w- again, with respect. once again, to- it's an attorney who knows everything about everything. No, I'm afraid not. Uh, when
2: when you think about the issue of talent management, which which becomes increasingly important uh, as the labor pool shrinks in the coming years, as as it becomes more challenging to source. Uh, the competencies that you need to run the business, Uh, managing, developing, encouraging, motivating your talent uh, becomes an ever-increasing challenge for companies. Uh, And so that's a place where we at National Arco spend a great deal of time, uh, both developing programs uh, and pursuing programs. And that leadership really comes from the top. Uh, from our CEO who sees that as one of his primary accountabilities. Uh, So I think companies today need to be thinking about, you know, how does my performance appraisal process fit into my employee development process? How does my commitment to employee development impact my ability to attract and retain the people that I need for the future? And really begin to see all of that as an integrated process around workforce planning that uh, that allows a company to compete for the talent that it's going to need uh, in in the coming years, when it's going to be increasingly difficult to source the the, the people that you need. Uh, with with respect to, to to how that then translates into okay, if I'm looking for a job and I want to and I want to describe to people kind of why they should consider me as an attractive candidate for a position that they're trying to fill.
6: Uh,
2: oftentimes, what we see in resumes is people want to talk about what they've done. But what employers want to hear is, what have you produced? And so right. that's what's important, I believe, to talk in resumes about concrete-specific results that you've produced produced as opposed to jobs that you've held or work that you've engaged in, it also sends a a great message to a potential employer around, here's somebody who understands the difference between activity and results and who's committed to producing results.
3: And Jerry, that is so critical. And and what I'm particularly happy to hear from you is that, and unhappy to hear from others, and let me explain what I mean by that. I've done an awful lot of consulting in companies, and oftentimes the CEO in less successful companies, quite honestly, pays no attention whatsoever to performance appraisal, potential appraisal, doesn't do them, doesn't believe in them. And as a result, there's little or no communication within performance and or uh, growth within the company. And what I'm hearing you say, which I believe is absolutely crucial to the success and growth of a company is exactly what you're doing at national law.
2: Yeah, I I think in the future more and more companies are are going to be distinguished by the way they acquire, develop, manage their talent because that's going to make the difference between companies that can, that are successful in sourcing the talent and the competencies they need to deliver their business plans, and the companies that can't do that.
1: Now, those are excellent points, Jerry. And when we get back from break, we're going to uh, explore a few more interesting tidbits of uh, uh, gems of opportunities for you in your career. So, stay tuned.
4: Sell, buy, buy, sell. All we talk about is money. Talk to an expert. Call now. All now. Call free 866 472 5790. 472 5790. Voice America Business. Business earn a better job, for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total
0: system now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One Total System user shared,
5: this is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com
0: and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson. And check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total Career Career success, better job, better pay, better life. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to TCSONAIR at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Well, this is Ken and Sherald Austin once again with Jerry Gauchi, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing, National Oilwell Oil Varco, and we've covered a lot of ground today. And, uh, Jerry, I've heard you say that uh, if you help your customers be successful, then the company will be successful. What are some of the te- techniques that NOV uses to keep employees focused on customers?
2: Well, we actually try to keep our whole company focused on the customer because that's what Really provides uh, the opportunities for us to engage in business, uh, make a living, support our families, all that kind of stuff and so, from uh, the early days of my involvement in National Ovarco uh, we've had a focus on the customer and uh and, and as we thought about the future of National Oil of Arco in the early days of 1994 and 95 we put together uh, a vision of the future of the company that really uh, revolved around the com- customer and uh, and that vision which we call at National Oil of Arco our statement of strategic intent uh hangs on walls uh all around the company Uh, The important thing, though, isn't that it hangs on the wall, but that uh, it lives in people's hearts and minds. And they live out that commitment to the customer uh, in their daily interactions with the people who uh, provide us with the opportunity to do what we do. So uh, it's really, um, I would say, kind of baked into the bones of the company uh, and a commitment from the top down and the bottom up uh to to do our very best in terms of taking care of the customer
1: absolutely well it's uh it's obviously working for n o v and I think it's a strategy that uh, every company should adapt uh We talked earlier about the generation gap within the uh, oil and gas industry, and i'm sure there are other industries that that suffer from that as well. And it brings the reality of of having a very diverse workforce, and you know some of the older generations working with the younger generations. Are there some some key things that that you recommend in order to to make that work effectively in in the workplace?
2: Well, I, I think it's hard uh, not to say spend time with each other. Uh, if if you spend time with uh with the younger people in your organization what you find is they have tremendous enthusiasm typically great educations uh experience at a young age that that I would have envied uh in my younger days that many of them are well traveled internationally lived or grew up uh in uh, in different cultures Uh, and so just getting to know those people, uh, even stepping up to mentoring a few of them, uh, is a great and very satisfying opportunity for somebody who, uh, has a little bit of gray hair and some experience, uh, and then, and then the other, uh, aspect of that is, uh, it's not for us at least not just about people's age but it's about diversity of opinions diversity of cultural background diversity of languages uh because national olvarco at least is a truly global company at this point uh, and and i think it's difficult for almost any business in today's world uh not to see itself uh, as global because whether you actually do business abroad or not uh if you're a U.S. company, that you are going to be impacted by the business activities of places like China and India uh, and Western Europe. So uh, I think it's important to view uh, to view with an open mind, not just age, uh, but but cultural diversity and uh, and global reach.
3: Jerry, this is an excellent way to uh, wind up the show. We have a couple minutes left, but In a nutshell, um, we have, as we know, a number of international listeners listening in. And uh, what strikes me about this conversation, and I'm not blowing smoke at is you are truly one of the most innovative and creative guys within the organization who's actually doing it. A lot of people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. But you're walking the walk, and you're doing it um, here in the States, but also around the world. For those of our listeners who are interested in joining uh, National Law of Arco, which I'm sure there are many of them, share with them how, what specific steps they can take relative to becoming part of your organization and becoming part of your excellent team.
2: Well, there, there are a couple of things that we have going on right now that represent opportunities for people. Our uh, largest business segment that that produces and services drilling rigs uh, has an active hiring program underway for uh, service personnel uh, who, after a very intensive 12-month training program, uh, get assigned to opportunities throughout the world uh, to commission and service equipment on drilling rigs uh, operating anywhere uh people drill for oil and gas. So that's one opportunity inside National Oil of Arco. Second is we have a college hiring program called the Next Generation Program uh, where we recruit uh, every 6 months a class of new college hires that then go through a 12-month rotational process inside National Oil of Arco uh, before being placed in in their permanent, permanent full-time positions. So uh, those are two opportunities and I think you could see both of those on our website at uh, www.nov.com.
1: Wow, that's excellent to hear, uh, Jerry. And on though the service personnel one, because we are seeing some layoffs occurring uh, around the industry because of this slowdown, uh, what qualifications uh, do you have for that particular role, typically, for a 12-month, for... uh, 12-month training program?
2: Yeah, typically we're looking for people who uh, are mechanics, uh, have experience with Electrical systems or hydraulic systems, uh, you know, we hire people uh, who come out of the military for those kind of positions. We hire people with two-year degrees from uh, trade schools uh, and people who are just experienced mechanics who want a change of career
1: wow that's really excellent to see, to to hear and then for those college hires, uh, are those primarily engineers that you're looking for for that rotational program?
2: Actually, the rotational program is a general management track. We do hire a number of engineers for it, but the goal is not to have an engineering track which which would be, uh, you know, a technical professional track. This is a general management track. So, what we're looking for is people who want to be general managers. An engineering background is a great background for this company because so much of what we do is tech- technical. Uh, but, well, in that program, we're looking for engineers who want to be general managers.
1: Very interesting and. I know that uh, in a time like this, one of the areas that the companies are concerned about is losing um, their their top talent um, that get frustrated with uh, changes in in the marketplace and so forth. Uh, what are you doing you mentioned meant, mentioned uh, mentoring and the importance of that? What are you doing in the area of career development? uh... to to help with retention
2: we actually have a talent management program that ultimately will reach all the employees in national Wall of arco and that program is designed to create with the line managers a customized development program for each employee that it touches so the idea being that um, all of us have Opportunities to to, for personal development that will contribute additionally to the company into the future, and and so our program is designed uh, to give people an opportunity to, to to develop themselves with support from the company.
1: Well, I think this is a, a great note to end uh, a fabulous show on, and we want to just thank you again, Jerry, for joining us and taking time out of your very important uh, day. To spend with our our listeners and uh, we want to mention to everyone that we have a very interesting and dynamic show planned for next week so be sure to join us again thank you for listening in and we'll see you next week
0: Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America.